Hey, what's going on, my friend? Welcome back to the podcast. It's Jordan Canlish here. On this episode, we've got a solo episode for you. So these, these solo episodes that I do are usually coming from an Instagram live that I've done. Now, if you don't follow me on Instagram already, check me out at State Shifters. I do lives at least once a week and either on TikTok at Jordan Canlish 01. So all my live streams, uh, I don't really plan them too much. I kind of just allow whatever comes through me to, to be shared. And I, and I trust that uh, the right information will be received for you to maybe unlock something within yourself, something that gives you an insight or a breakthrough or a deeper understanding as to what's next in your journey. So I invite you to listen with your heart, listen with your body, allow yourself to receive what you need from today's episode. And before we dive into things, I just wanted to share something with you. You know, I want to give you three of my favorite audiobooks. This is in alignment with today's sponsor of this show, Audible. And I want to tell you a little bit about these three books because audiobooks completely transformed my life. The minute I started using Audible and I was consuming books and information while I was driving my car, catching the bus and train to work when I used to work as an accountant, it really started to unlock things within me. So here are my three favorite. Number one is Letting Go by David Hawkins powerful book. I've listened to it many times and it's a book I always recommend to my clients. Number two is uh, Green Light by Matthew McConaughey. This was by far one of my favorite audio books. It's read by the author and Matthew McConaughey is just a legend and it was some of the best storytelling I've ever heard. Third one is Will Smith. Uh, Will's book was again, amazing storytelling. It was just so damn entertaining and full of wisdom. Now, if you are not using Audible already, and you want to get a hold of one of these books for free, I've got a special trial for you. If you sign up through the www.audibletrial.com slash state shifters link, you get a free trial and a free audiobook to use. Now, you're probably already using Audible, but if you're not, I highly recommend it. So jump on that link, audibletrial.com slash state shifters, and get your free audiobook. Now, enjoy today's solo episode. Hello, what's going on my friend? Me and you hanging out for the next uh, 30 or so minutes. Pumped to be on here to connect and share some thoughts with you. Uh, it's been on my last live, I spoke about um, death and the passing of my friend Bob. On today's live, today's live, I wanted to share with you some, some insights that I've had since taking my first holiday a couple of weeks ago and, and how rejuvenating it was. What's going on crew? Welcome, welcome, good to have you on here. I've also titled today's live uh, AMA, so ask me anything. So I've, I've got time to answer some questions. So if there's ever a question that comes up that you want me to speak to or answer, uh, I'm here for that. So one thing that I noticed after taking a break and having a holiday, so I flew out to Melbourne and Byron a couple of weeks ago. You probably saw my story. And, and, and it, was, it was my first holiday out of Perth in like a really long time. And what's up, Murphy? And I found that just my spirit, my soul was really yearning for some travel and some adventure. And what, I, what I've noticed is it doesn't matter. Hey, what's going on? Hey, uh, awesome. Wherever your soul, if your soul's like mine and likes to explore and likes to, to, to travel, it doesn't matter where you are. If you spend too much time in one place, eventually you're, you're gonna crave variety. Like my soul craves variety. And I live in such a beautiful area here in Perth, Western Australia. It's like utopia land out here. It's so perfect, beautiful beaches, beautiful weather. But when you have it for too long, you start to crave something different. Your soul's like ready to, to get out on an adventure. And one of the mindsets, one of the perspectives that I like to play around with is like, when, when all the conditions are perfect, when all your conditions are perfect, it's, it's, 
it's easy to live in a state of like calmness and connection and regulation. But when, when the conditions aren't perfect, that's when you really get to test yourself and see, see how deep you've gone within yourself. And sometimes for me, I like to test the conditions, test the conditions. Sometimes I like to go and live in big, busy cities to try and test myself around, can I still maintain my, my stillness, my connection with myself, yeah? Can I still maintain uh, an element of clarity? Because I've lived in Toronto for a couple of years, which was a huge city in Canada. And, and, it, and you can get distracted very quickly by the noise and the action of these big cities. And if we've got anyone from New York on here, I'm sure they can probably speak to that as well. When you go to New York, you instantly feel like overwhelmed by energy. And I felt that with Melbourne, actually. When I was in Melbourne, I felt this like overwhelming, like smack in the face of like, poof, so much going on, so much people. And, and it's almost like it tries to bring your energy out of your body into your senses. But the practice for all of us is like, can we maintain connection and groundedness? Connection and groundedness. So whenever, whenever I come home, uh, I always prioritize being grounded, being grounded. So if you're like me and you have a tendency of like energy coming up into your head and overthinking things a little bit too much and really getting stuck uh, overanalyzing things, a lot of your work and your practices will be around getting the energy back grounded. Okay, and, and how we do that is, is, is through practices like breath work, is through practices like movement, through spending time in nature, through learning how to really connect with that, that lower energy center, right? For the men, it's your genitals. Connect with your genitals is the best way to ground yourself, yeah? So for, for dancing is another great way. Um, memes, meme Mezzi, I started following you. There are not many blokes that are self-aware, spiritual, conscious, amazing, good on you. Thank you, thank you, meme. Doing, doing my work. Trying to bring more consciousness out there into the world. How did, uh, Murph has asked, how did you maintain clarity in big cities? Yeah. So it was interesting for me, bro. I actually worked in a, um, I worked in a meditation studio for, for a year. So I had a, a, a pretty good environment in a city where I got to spend a lot of time meditating, a lot of time doing breath work and dance and things like that. So my suggestion would be find pockets, find pockets of consciousness in the city, right? The, the city is full. You've got the full spectrum. Yeah, so you want to try and find areas where there is higher levels of consciousness and find a community of people who can support you in maintaining clarity. Um, yeah, big time, Dave. You get swept up in the currents in the cities for sure. Mexico City, hell yeah, I love Mexico City. I've been there, great place. Yeah, Mexico's got a lot of nature, so my suggestion would be try and find pockets of nature. Try and spend time, like, if you're in a city, like, find a little park, spend time connecting with the tree. Try to breathe and slow your mind down. Like I know it sounds silly, but when you're in nature, it, nature naturally regulates your nervous system back into alignment, back into coherence. So utilize that. I utilize the beach. I live like five minutes from the beach. I will just literally lie on the beach for 30 or so minutes and I find it just calms me down and grounds me perfectly, right? The other option is you can use plant medicine. Plant medicine is a great tool to, to support you in, in you know, whatever you need to do. Harpe is a beautiful medicine for, for grounding, for those who know what that knows what that is. Um, how do you do that, Dirt Runner? Uh, I think, are you referring to the grounding stuff? Yeah, clarify that. I'm trying to catch up on these messages here. Pockets within the city, yes. Yes, Heya, it's key, it's key. Yeah, and really, like once you understand yourself, the more deeply you can understand yourself and, and your own natural energy, you'll know what you need moment to moment, right? Because sometimes, you know, if you're too grounded, you, you're not going to have the clarity, you're not going to have the creativity and the ideas. A lot of the creativity is coming from that, um, that third eye, the, the seeing vision, the intuition. 
So sometimes like once I'm grounded, I'll, I'll practice like using the breath to pull energy up into my higher centers to invite more creativity, to invite more, you know, seeing within, with my third eye. And when you can channel that into your work, when you, when you know energetically, where am I at right now? Do I need more grounding? Do I need more creativity? Do I need more, you know, fire energy? You, you get to really understand what practices you need to give yourself to find that. I hope that makes sense. A lot of it is how deeply can you know yourself? How, how much do you, how well can you feel into the energy dynamic, the shifting and the changing energy? And when you go into a big city or you change an environment, you notice it very quickly. It can like throw you off a little bit. It takes you a little bit to, to get, get your contact, get your grounding again, right? Um, Peter, Peter Alexander has asked, what do you feel about astrology for self-discovery? I can feel it's, I can feel it. It can be really potent for understanding the themes of our personality and desires and having direction for our meditation shadow work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, astrology is great. Human design, you know, using these tools to understand yourself in a more, you know, in a more effective way is always helpful. It's always helpful. But like, I wouldn't get too attached to like the labels that sometimes human design and astrology can have, right? You know, like too identifying with one thing is always something you want to be cautious of. Take it in, take in the information, take in the knowledge. You know, like, okay, cool. That's helpful. That makes sense. That resonates. Um, but then don't, don't try, don't, yeah, don't attach to it too much. That would be my suggestion. Uh, but all of those tools are fantastic for, for expanding your self-awareness. Do you use any drugs for, uh, for, for hat? Serious question. Linux. Do you use any drugs for that or hat? <laughs> don't use any drugs for my hat, but I think you're, you're referring to grounding, maybe drugs for grounding. Um, I don't use drugs. No, no. I use, I use plant medicines sometimes. Plant medicines would be say, you know, cannabis on the odd occasion, uh, harpe, like I mentioned, is, is a tobacco medicine used in the, the Amazon by tribes, just ground up tobacco mixed with herbs that gets blown up your nose. Um, sometimes I'll use mushrooms, rarely, rarely, like not often, I'm not using plant medicines a lot right now, uh, but these medicines are tools, the tools to be used, right? I, for me, I see drugs as like, you're being prescribed something, drugs being like illicit or illegal forms of medication. I, I wouldn't associate drugs with anything that you need for grounding. I, I would more go for the El Natural stuff. Um, Peter's asked, modern astrology and human design tend to be very specific, but ancient astro is much more self-led encouraging of our own connection with archetypal astrology. Yeah, cool. Astrology is a rabbit hole, man. If you go, if you go into astrology or human design, that, that is some deep, deep knowledge that you can, you can spend years studying, studying that stuff, right? Uh, so if it is a path that calls to you, definitely go for it. Go deep um, because a lot of people will will pay you to actually deep more understand their own their charts. So yeah, man, I, I think whatever you feel called to, like your curiosity, let your curiosity lead you in the things that you explore in your life. You know, naturally, naturally, I found curiosity in sharing and creating content. And I just went with it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep creating content because I, I enjoy doing this. This is fun to me the moment it stops being fun, I'll go and do something else. And same thing with you, I would invite you watching this is like, what are you interested in right now? What, what calls to your heart? What are you like, hmm, I'd love to explore that a little bit more. Can you invest in yourself in, in that way? Can you invest in a course? Can you invest in doing some, some form of exercise or doing some practice that's gonna support you in expanding that curiosity or that passion? Because what I've found, curiosity turns into passion. Passion starts off as curiosity. Passion is really the, the point you want to hit. To, to really be able to fulfill your soul's mission, you, you must get to the point where you're very passionate about something. That passion then turns into creativity. Okay, have you noticed that? 
whenever you're passionate about something, it, you, you're then able to come up with unique ways of putting things out to the world. When people get value from your creativity, that's when you have reached purpose. Purpose. You, you, you have a purpose here to help other people. When you see people getting value, when you're living your purpose and you see lives improving from your creativity, that's fulfillment. Like where your heart is full. You're like, yes, that feels really good. I'm, I'm, I'm here for something. My life has meaning. So I'm, I'm really inviting everyone to try and step into that. That's a big part of the work that I do with people is helping people find their creative expression, their unique way of speaking truth into the world to help other people. Um, let me just get to some of these questions. Jay Luce has asked, have you done anything with chakras? You might have to be more specific about that, bro. There's, there's lots of things you can do with chakras. Chakras are the energy centers in the body. You know, you can, you can work with them in many different ways. Um, opening the chakras is usually a big, big focus all the time, making sure that the energy channels are open. When they're open, energy can move through way more freely and efficiently, right? When they're unlocked, that's when your creative voice comes through or your creative expression, whatever it may be. So you'll know, intuitively, you'll start to know if you're not good at communicating or if you're not good at expressing yourself, there's a strong chance you're probably blocked in the throat chakra. There's a strong chance you're blocked in your solar plexus, which is the seat of your confidence and your personal power. Understanding what the chakras mean and what they do will help you, right? The, the sacral chakra is your feeling center. It's the feeling center of your emotionality just below your belly button. When that chakra is open, you feel way more. You have more pleasure in your life, yeah? Same thing in the heart. When your heart is open, you feel, you feel gratitude and appreciation for life. You're like, man, this is so good. It's so good to be alive. You can feel love knowing what you need. It comes down to that, but it, it is a good point. When, when, you, when you're tuned into your chakras, it's key. Uh, great, I guess I meant plant medicines. Yes, you probably did, Linux. That's exactly it. Jay is in Boston. Would love to play some footy. Fuck yeah, bro. If I was in Boston, I'd be kicking the football around with you for sure. Play football here in Perth. How about those uh, Celtics, mate? You reckon they're going to have a win of the, the NBA championship? You never know. They're looking the goods, but can't see them beating Golden State, to be honest. Pam has asked, I feel uh, very grateful to have found your account. It has helped me to be a better person. Thank you for sharing your advice. Awesome, Pam. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really, really happy to know that. See, that, that for me is, is the fulfillment piece that continues to fuel the work that I do. You know, it's the work is so purpose driven, you know, and I really want everyone to, to really think about this in your life. What is the, the thing that you're passionate about? How can you express your creativity to the world and whose life could benefit from you expressing your creativity? And when that starts happening, you get this fulfillment loop that starts happening that fuels back into your work. As soon as I get off this call today, I'm gonna to think, okay, what kind of content can I make? How can I support and share something into the world that could maybe improve someone's life? And, and I love doing that. It's, it's literally the funnest thing ever. Uh, so thank, thanks again, Pam. I appreciate that feedback. It's great. Um, solid. Yes, John. Yes, Joanna. Joanna. Yes, you got it. Uh, I guess where to start, Jay. Uh, where to start with, with energy center stuff, chakra stuff. Joe Dispenza is a good like informational. If you want to start reading about it, I would definitely start learning from Joe Dispenza. If you know who his work is, then I would start doing some like meditations, bro. Breath work is a great way to open up your, your, your energy centers, your chakras. Um, sound healing is another great thing you can do. Yoga is a great thing. Anything that's like moving the body, moving energy, that's you moving the energy centers. So just think about that. You, you're always, you've already started most likely. What's your favorite breath work? Right now I'm doing, I actually have a breath work meditation that, that I made that I've pretty much practiced um, most days. It's, it's about a 15 minute continuous conscious connected breathing that then leads into about a 20 to 30 minute meditation at the end. You can actually try that breath workout. It's on YouTube. It's on my YouTube channel. Um, 
yeah, I, I refer that to, to most people. That's my favorite breath work at the moment. Sometimes I'll do Wim Hof breathing, depending on when I need to do it, depending on what I need. Uh, hello from Brazil. Yes. Thanks, Linux. Learn more about chakras. All right. Everyone's uh, diving into the, the, inner, the inner world. The, chak the chakras are a, a really great understand. Once you understand your energy centers, you really can learn to work with them in a, in a different way. But to learn more about it really is to spend more time with yourself. It always comes back to that. Know yourself. Spend quality time with yourself. Um, thanks, Maria, Marina Tona from Venezuela. Beautiful part of the world. Good to have you here. Liam, my man, what does your evening routine look like? Uh, right now, uh, so last night I went to yoga at six o'clock. I'm a big fan of yoga in the evening. I just find it's the perfect way to transition in, into, yeah, into winding down the body and the mind, right? I like to have some form of movement in the evening. So there's a transition point for me at around five o'clock where I like to signify the end of the day, the work day by changing your clothes, going outside and, tr and doing something. You know, that we, we have these natural cycles of energy throughout the day. In Chinese medicine, they speak about this, where the energy, the qi energy moves through different parts of the body. And at different times in the day, it symbolizes different things. Like at around three o'clock, the energy goes from a yang into a yin. So in the start of the day, you're in more of a, a yang energy where you're like, let's go, let's get shit done. At around three o'clock, it's more yin. So you wanna naturally work with that and, and slow your mind and your body down and, and do more practices that align with that. So for me, yoga is a great evening evening practice. I like to do some form of journaling in the evening. So I work with, I use this journal, it's a high performance planner from Brendan Bruchard to just like plan out my day, reflect on the day, map out the list for, the, for tomorrow. And then um, ideally I'm trying to get in, in bed, winding down by about nine o'clock so that I'm asleep by 9.30, waking up quite early. Woke up at, at 5.30 this morning and went to uh, a gym class, which was awesome. Uh, B Sweat here in uh, North Frio. But yeah, that, that's, the, that's the evening routine right now, Liam. Good to have you on here, bro. How can someone meditate and get healed from past childhood trauma? How can someone meditate and get healed? Well, meditation is just, just you just sitting down and meditating. There's no like real technique to it. You just sit down and close your eyes and feel. Just be, and to heal from past trauma is just like be willing to feel the pain. Healing comes from feeling, <laughs> yeah? So meditate is just stop what you're doing, close your eyes, take a breath in, be present with what you feel. Don't try to avoid it, don't resist it. Just be okay feeling what you feel. And by doing that, you are naturally healing your trauma. I hope that makes sense. But yeah, you can go deeper in that. You can get coaching, get support. You can get have a psychologist or a therapist to guide you into understanding where the trauma is coming from and why it's showing up. Yeah, all of that stuff helps, but to heal it, you gotta feel it. End of the day, simple as that. Um, yeah, thanks, Dan. Appreciate it, man. I'm glad the, the rebirthing resonates. Good to have you on here. Yes, yin, yeah, Liam, I'm with you on that. Yin, yin yoga is a great, great evening activity. When you're in a yin yoga class, people don't realize that yin, yin yoga is, is almost like a meditation because you're, you're doing yoga poses that are held for longer periods of time. It's a lot slower. So when you're in those, those poses, you get to really practice on like, can I keep my attention on my body? Can I give my body that quality time that it really needs? That's where the recharging happens. Quality time with yourself is where you are spending time feeling your body. Does that make sense? Feeling your body. Because where your attention goes is where your energy is going. And for most people, they don't have a lot of quality time with themselves because their attention is focused on out there, the phone, the work, the people, whoever. Focus it on you. 
Go and feel yourself. And what's happening there is you're recharging the cells. You're rejuvenating the body itself just through your own directed attention. So the more time you spend in that place, the, the more energy you get access to. And the lighter you become, the freer you become. And then you can actually be more, way more effective in your work, in your relationships and everything like that. You get the point. I think you guys are getting the point if you're on here. Um, how do you deal with per perfection, perfectionism? Yeah, perfectionism, I mean, it depends what you're, what you're being a perfectionist on. Like with, with making content, for example, I, there's obviously is an element to, you know, you want to make it look good. Like when I make content on here, I'm trying to like do my best to make it look good, but I'll never like spend too much time editing something for like those little 1% visual elements. Just like, just post it, just get it out there. You know, more, think about who really needs to see your work. And who is missing out by you being a perfectionist? Because going back to what I said before, right? Once you're passionate about something, once you have a creative expression, people need to, to see that. People, people, lives could change by you sharing your creative gifts. And if you're stuck in perfectionist tendencies, then that's someone that you could be helping that's not being received, that's not getting your gift. So I would think about that and then think about what's the emotion that, that you're afraid of feeling because perfectionism is using coming up because you, you're afraid that someone might judge you. You're maybe you don't feel worthy enough to express your gifts or share your gifts. So like stuff to notice that. What does that feel like in your body? You know, when you go to post that thing or share that thing, just can be present with that feeling. Um, and for someone who is stuck in perfectionist tendencies, I just usually say done is better than perfect. Just practice that mantra. Done is better than perfect. Just get it out there. Uh, David, what what's your, what's a habit that, you struggled to shake off and what's worked to change it? That's a really good question, Dave. Great question. Um, for, me, for me, the habit that I have struggled to shake off personally, recently, you know, in the last year or two is, is my addiction to, to caffeine. I, I really had a strong addiction to, to coffee, right? I, and I'm, I, I got super aware of it because what was happening was it was burning me out. Like sometimes I'd be tired, I'd reach for a cup of coffee to like get me up for the day. And the nature of the work that I do is like, I'm pouring a lot of energy into people when I coach people. And naturally that, that is quite draining. You know, coaching someone for 90 minutes and having multiple coaching sessions throughout the day is quite draining. Naturally, I'm already quite an active person. So I work out at the gym a lot. Um, and ca throwing caffeine into the mix wasn't serving me. And it was actually a pattern that was, was burning me out. Uh, but what, what happened was, because I was running on a deficit, my mind was looking for a quick solution to this lack of energy. So the solution to overcoming that habit, bro, was, was literally going back to prioritizing quality time with myself, making sure that I'm energetically recharged through practices like meditation, spending time off social media, things like that. And what I realized, the natural level of vitality and energy that gets locked, unlocked when you rid yourself of toxic habits, you don't need coffee. You don't, you don't need these like caffeine stimulants to get you up for the day. If you're, if you're charged up on life and you're, you know, you're nurturing yourself and honoring yourself and you're doing the work that you love, you shouldn't really need stimulants. The only time you'll need that is if, yeah, like I said, you're addicted to something or you're, you're quite tired and burnt out and you're looking for a quick fix. Um, but yeah, that was the habit that I've, I've shaken off recently. Drink a lot less coffee, probably about once a week now. Um, awesome. WATP, I actually asked this question because I healed from childhood trauma that I had after that, I felt more energetic and calm. Nice, bro, congrats on healing that, well done. Marissa, yeah, exactly, exactly, you got it. So I wonder if there's a way to be more aware about childhood traumas that I might have, but not know about it. Yeah, I mean, childhood traumas is, is coming up anytime that you feel triggered in your life. When something upsets you, something triggers you, sometimes you feel hurt or upset or angry or jealous or embarrassed or shy, 
these are all childhood traumas. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's something from the past that's having an opportunity to be felt and processed in your body. A lot of the, the triggers that are happening to us in life are just, are just things that we haven't dealt with, that we haven't dealt with. When, when we are clear vessels, the present moment becomes a, a blank canvas of possibilities that we can paint on. But when we are not integrated and, and we haven't processed our childhood traumas, we're essentially projecting that onto our present moment and then it's repeating that. The future just, like, we get stuck in cycles. We're just repeating the same traumas until we really learn to look at what's underneath and process it. Uh, yes, Jasmine. Yes, the caffeine, for sure. For sure. I know a lot of people can relate to that one. Might make another video about that, eh? Caffeine addiction. What should I make videos about? Give me some suggesting, suggestions, guys, because I'm going to shoot off soon. Any suggestions on what I should make some content about? What are you guys struggling with? Yeah, exactly, Dave. Nailed it. Nailed it 100%. Um, Ryan has asked, how do you stop obsessing over someone? Obsess over yourself. Get so obsessed about yourself. And then other people will be like, oh, wow. He's, wow, he's, he's charged up with energy. I want a piece of that guy. I want to hang out with him. If you're obsessing over someone that's like projecting like abandonment wounds, in my opinion, you, don't, you, you feel needy and that doesn't attract the kind of people you want to attract. Uh, I love your reel about how to tap into healthy masculine energy to put action to goals, be assertive, set strong boundaries. Can you talk about healthy versus, ma healthy versus toxic masculinity? Yeah, that's a great question. Adventure, Kate. Thanks for, thanks for the, the kind words, Kate. Um, toxic masculinity for sure is really coming down to, in my opinion, um, in, in the context of setting and achieving goals, sacrificing yourself, sacrificing yourself to achieve something, sacrificing your health to achieve something, sacrificing your relationship to achieve something. That's toxic masculinity. It's old school mas masculinity, actually. Uh, unfortunately, it gets praised in our society. We look at our, the top athletes in the world. We look at like the top actors like Will Smith and shit like that. They're all toxic masculinity because they're, they're pushing through and ignoring their body and they're sacrificing something to achieve. Healthy masculinity is where you honor your body. You go, hmm, what is my truth today? And can I be dis disciplined enough to honor this is what my body wants to do today. And if your body wants to rest for 10 hours, you go, hey, honor that. Cancel my appointments. I've got to, I've got to sit, sit, make time to connect with myself. Doing that actually allows you to get way more things done more efficiently, more effectively, and way less effort. Way less effort. So that's my shift from toxic to healthy masculinity when it comes to goal achievement. Goal achievement. I don't sacrifice things. If, there's some, if my health is getting sacrificed to achieve a goal, time to reassess. I've gone out of alignment. I hope that makes sense. That might, that might upset some people, especially guys who are fixated on achieving goals and completely in their mind trying to get things done at all costs. It's the hustle culture, right? Couple more questions, guys, and I'll start to wrap this up. How can you start stop repeating family patterns in romantic relationships? Yeah, start to look at, <clears throat> start to look at where you're getting upset, what upsets you in your current relationship? What are you not happy about in your current relationship? What part of yourself needs love and attention? Or part of yourself needs to be reassured and validated. Give all of that to yourself and then approach your current relationship and communicate from that place of conscious awareness. This is what I'm noticing coming up inside of me, babe. This is what I'm feeling. Can you support me with this? Oh, going forward, I need this to happen instead of that. Do the work on yourself, then you can have a, a, a clear, concise, conscious com conversation with the people that you love so that these patterns don't repeat. That's key. You must take the lead on that. If you're listening to this, you must take the lead in your relationships, especially guys. Guys, take the lead. You are the present masculine container for your woman to express her feminine qualities. And if you are not taking care of your emotions, she will not feel safe around you to express. 
few more. I would like to recommend that you make a video about negative imaginations that produce negative emotions. Hmm, thanks for the suggestion. I like it because the body can't differentiate between the reality and imaginations it could turn into a habit. I like that, I like that. Watch, watch this back and make a video on all the topics. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good, good point. I'll, I'll be straight to the journal and notepad right now, make notes on some videos to make. Uh, all right, crew, I'm gonna wrap it. Time to get back into the day. Appreciate, appreciate you so much for being on here and I'm really glad I got to yeah, spend some quality time with you. And the themes from today I feel like is make time for yourself, spend quality time with yourself, Always, always protect your energy. Uh, what would be another theme for this live today? Uh, hmm, what else did we spoke about? Chakras, learn how to express your creativity. That was another theme. Passion, find your passion, express your creativity to the world. Someone needs to hear your voice. Someone needs to see your gifts. It might improve the lives of someone. Thanks, uh, Mariana, Tona, Matthew, Marissa, uh, Marissa MP, Pack. Appreciate you guys, much love. Dave, awesome brother. Breaking addictive habits would be cool. On it, on it, I like that. Peace, guys. We'll see you soon. I'll do a live soon. See ya.